everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pod on You Loons. Actually, this is a special uh, trivia episode, Sam. It's a trivia episode. Yeah. Pod on You Loons. This is Sam. We'll, we'll get into it a little bit later, but we're in the middle of this month long, weird, like there was a bye week and now an international break. And there's basically been like, what, one Loons game in the past six weeks. So we're going to fill some time by playing a little Loons trivia. But we got, we got some more people with us, not just me and Justin. Yeah, pot on your loons. This is James. How you guys going? Do I say pot on your loons, even though I'm a guest? Yeah, you can. Okay, pot on your loons. This is Jeremy from 10K. Yeah, welcome. Welcome, Jeremy. Not just a 10K. You got like three podcasts, man. Dude, tell me about it. Yeah, 10,000 pitches, talking flock and post loons. You know, just, just grinding away over here. Just grinding away. I, I don't know how you have time for it, but I give you all the props in the world, I don't. Jeremy. I'm quickly realizing I don't. <laughs> he's uh, he, he's keeping his therapy bill low. Isn't that what we discussed? The more podcasts. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy, did I, did I hear you you like producing a Vikings podcast as well? I think I heard um, your name on Matthew Collar's podcast. Yeah. yeah, I help out Matthew with his. It's kind of like a little side project I'm doing with Matthew. So... Uh, so nice. yeah, just trying to find trying to find different things to do, different ways to keep myself way too busy. Well, and producing is the most time consuming part. So you really have four podcasts now. <laughs> We're just gonna keep racking them up. By the next time I'm on, I'll have like nine or ten. It'll be fine. <laughs> if you if you want, you can produce this one. <laughs> I'll uh, we'll we'll talk off air. We'll see. Yep, let's do it. Put a deal together. Yeah, so Jeremy has four or five podcasts, maybe more. We don't know. I have two, okay? I, I have two. I have this one, and then I have another significantly less time-consuming podcast <laughs> I call the Pub Trivia Group. And so the Pub Trivia Group, just what that is, is, well, it, it started off as actual hosting live trivia, kind of pub trivia where you get teams together and they play. That's on That's on the YouTube channel, but I started publishing it as a podcast, and... James has been on the podcast before. Nate's been on the podcast before. It's been it's been a good time. It's actually it's really taken off in Australia of all places. So nice. Kind of a big deal down under, not gonna lie. There go. <laughs> There'll be a tour soon, I'm sure. Yep, exactly. So not only is this episode a crossover with Jeremy and his 10K multiverse, but it's also a little bit of a crossover with the pub trivia group. Before we get to the trivia, we do have some loons updates to make. Guys, we got Hassani Dotson, three-year extension. What do we feel about it? Yeah, I I like it. I do like it. I do think that he's one of those – I see him as one of those – when you look at it like a business, I see him as one of those assets that Minnesota United could – if the international interest, you know, becomes heavy in Dotson, and I could see that happening in the – you know, over the next year or two – that he's somebody they you know they could get a lot of value from. Sort of seeing MLS as like a selling league now with what FC Dallas does on a yearly basis and things like that. Um, so I do like the extension, and I do like that it keeps him here long enough where they could, instead of just parting ways with him in three years, actually get some serious value for him if he does continue on the trajectory that he's on. Yeah, and Justin, you just got his jersey. So, man, that investment paid off for you. Yeah, the last time I bought a jersey, it was uh, it was Calvo right before we sold them off. So, well, yeah. that's what you get for Calvo jersey. I know <laughs> you can't. You, so, so, note to note to listeners: don't buy a jersey based upon the guy you like from FIFA on the team. 
uh, because it, it won't go well. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the um, salaries for the players in the team. And we talked about it before. Hassani Dotson is vastly underpaid. Obviously, it's because he was, what, a third-round pick? Um, second, so second, yeah. second. second round pick. I mean, doesn't matter, right? Like in MLS, <laughs> like those guys don't make the team, right? So super underpaid. Hopefully this locks him up to stay a little bit longer with us. But as Jeremy said, I think, I think Hassani's probably looking past us. If he, if he plays that contract to completion, I think that that's bad for Hassani. So, but, but it makes him more happy to stay here, I guess, in the meantime. Yeah, and he was he was on Instagram, uh, very excited to sign the contract. And yeah, I think it's I think it's good because I think it's definitely one of those players where, with the amount of kind of interest and and how well he's doing, he could have easily just been like plucked right out from under us, and then we would have got nothing. So I like it. Indeed, we might talk a little bit more about the Euros after the trivia. Not sure necessarily where this night is taking us, but. <laughs> Both Finland and Slovakia winning their first game. So both of them, the underdogs. I drafted both of them in our Pick'em draft. That was a really fun episode. I actually listened back to it twice. Usually I only listen to our episodes once. I listened to that one twice. I just had so much fun with it. So if you guys haven't checked that one out yet, go check out episode number 54. We did a little Euro Pick'em draft style, like fantasy football draft style. Doomsday Jeremy was there, the fantasy football guru. He was he was there talking strategy and stuff. It was a little bit more than than what we had in mind when we started that, but it was a good episode. But and I'm, I'm win- and I'm winning, so that's nice. Yeah, but the points are going to multiply in the coming rounds. So <laughs> it's about winning the war, not the battle. James, come on, forward Madison. Their score update. So of course I was there. So. If you've listened to the show, you know if I show up to a game, it's going to be a draw. They drew to Richmond Kickers, 0-0. Still had a good time. That was my first event uh, since the COVID became a big thing. So I was really excited to get back out there. Minneapolis City, though, they won both of their games since the last time we recorded. Dakota Fusion, I think that one was 2-5. to five, And then Joy Athletic Club, that was 2-3. to three. So excellent job to Minneapolis City. And then, man... We got a USLW franchise coming to Minnesota. The USL, the league that does Ford Madison, that does, they have the USL Championship, they have USL League One, they have USL League Two. Well, they now have USLW, and one of their inaugural franchises is in Minnesota. Jeremy actually just had an excellent podcast all about the USLW and the Minnesota franchise. Highly recommend you check that one out. Jeremy, how are they going to find that episode? Yeah, just go uh, look up 10,000 Pitches on uh, your preferred podcast platform. Follow us on Twitter at 10K Pitches. Actually, funny note about that podcast. So I did it with Matt Pravatsky, who is the uh, founder and owner of Equal Time Soccer, covers all things Minnesota soccer across the state. And so I was chatting with him about it, and it was a normal interview. He was kind of answering all the questions as like a media member and somebody who is kind of plugged in. Well, it turns out he is one of the owners of the club. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, I think it was, uh, you know, being a little, being a little careful with some of his answers when, because that hadn't come out yet when we recorded, but uh, on the event on Sunday, it turns out he was one of like the seven or eight owners, uh, community owners of the club. So that was just a fun little tidbit, but yeah, that's, that's huge. And uh, I'm excited to see what, uh, you know, what comes of this USLW league uh, as they re- they revive it after six years. Uh, this is a league that failed in 2015. So the fact that they're reviving it now um, obviously shows that they're, 
confident enough in women's soccer as a whole, but also Minnesota being one of its founding markets and Minnesota as a whole. I'm really excited to see what comes of this. Do we have a name for them yet? Is there a name no, yet or is that Minnesota? Coming? It's kind of like the Kansas City NWSL team. Right now it's just Minnesota women's soccer. I'm sure there will be some sort of, with it being community led, I'm sure there's going to be some sort of community led initiative in terms of picking the name. I'm sure that that's going to be kind of set out to a, you know, a, a, a community vote and stuff like that. So cool. So I was just at the Ford Madison game and I was talking to some people that have some connections. I won't, I won't say who they are, but when the news broke about the USLW and about the Minnesota team, a lot of people in Madison were asking questions to Madison's ownership and Madison's leadership about would Madison be getting a team? And, you know, and I'm, I'm hearing this secondhand through people that probably had a few beers in them. But what I was told was the answer was just sit tight. But it wasn't necessarily meaning just sit tight. We're going to be in USLW. It was just sit tight. We have an announcement coming regarding a women's team. So that's pretty cool just to see the sport grow across multiple markets in the Midwest. Maybe we'll get like a big U.S. Open Cup kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Some friendlies, whatever. That'll be cool. Or maybe it'll be USLW. Who knows? They want to expand to 30 teams by the time they kick off play in 2022. And there's only eight founding clubs right now. So, I mean, that, that, that makes it, you know, just statistically speaking, with <laughs> them probably wanting to make things pretty regional, I think Madison would be a very uh, uh, interesting market and one they might want to hit. One final note before we move on to the game. Christian Ramirez, our old friend, he looks like he may be on his way to Aberdeen in the Scottish Premier League. He's still waiting on a work permit, but that's pretty cool for him. Um, you know, I don't play a lot of FIFA, but I actually had a I had a save file with Aberdeen. Wow. So that's a team that I have a soft spot for. There you go. You know, he'll See, never he'll never play at Allianz Field if this actually goes through before the Dynamo play here, which is interesting to think about. Well, then we got to bring Aberdeen in for a friendly next summer. There you go. That's a, that's a great way to look at it. Call them up. So, Sam, we're not we're not going to talk about our our boy Foster scoring in Tampa Bay. This Come is on, my man. thing. Oh yeah, I can't believe I he didn't that. put it in the yeah. notes. Oh my god, I was traveling, <sighs> I, guys. I was traveling. Like, All right, you had some some weird like uh, Conor McGregor esque celebration. I was very oh, confused it was, about it. It was fantastic. So basically, he scores late on. I think they win the game two one, right? The Rowdies. And then he just like rips the shirt off and does like the Conor McGregor like strut down the down the sideline, <laughs> which was just fantastic to see. It's just there's this great picture of him with like shirt off, like mid mid like strut with his like teammates around him. Yeah, he scored. Uh, so uh, yeah, they won that game. Uh, so it was good to see him get on the scoreboard. Maybe he'll do like 25 goals for the Rowdies this year. Who knows? Maybe you'll need to get that jersey, James. We talked yeah. about that, right? You got to get that jersey. Maybe maybe the Rowdies will ship to uh, Europe. That would actually be a great jersey collection. Loons on loan jerseys. So like a Brandon Bile. Ooh, I like that a lot. By, uh, uh, Noah Billingsley, Las Vegas Lights jersey. Yep. Brett Coleman, El Paso. You know, just uh, a bunch of different loan jerseys. That would be, I think that'd be awesome. We'll, uh, we'll be have good. all the USL pretty soon. Yep. I when, think when, also a future trivia question is which loon has a Conor McGregor strut as a goal celebration. Oh. Oh, it's so good. Like 
Yeah, it was. it's just a classic video. It's out there on Twitter for people to go and find it. And if we get, say, 100 likes, James will recreate the Conor McGregor strike. <laughs> if you get 200, he'll take his shirt off before he does it. <laughs> 300 for the pants. <laughs> No, three, 300 I'll just buy like a really long rowdy shirt and then there you go yeah. alright well, well we'll start talking if we get 10 okay <laughs> let's Deal. get into it guys so this is a four round game this is Loon's Pub Trivia we have our three contestants Justin and James my normal co-host plus Jeremy of 10k Pitches Round number one I have for you. So round one of four. Round number one, I'm calling Loon Facts. And the way Loon Facts works is I have five short answer questions. I'm going to ask them. The three of you write your answers down on a piece of paper. And then we'll see who of you has the correct answers. Now, we are keeping score. We are going to have a winner at the end of this. And for this particular round, each correct answer is worth one point. Have you got any questions? This is a pretty straightforward round. Any questions? Let's do it. James, James and I were James and I were chatting. And James, do you want to like? Do you want to get ahead of of your terrible score? Or are you like? <laughs> are you confident that you'll do fine in this? Well, I was going to say anything pre twenty twenty loons, and I'm probably struggling, uh, <laughs> which doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> which leaves a lot of trivia on the table. <laughs> hey, it's all right. Actually, I, James, I think that there's a couple of rounds in here that you're going to do pretty well on. I hope so. So question number one. This is uh, this is one that's shown up at Allianz Field on the, on the Jumbotron before. Name the two current loons to have played college ball for Creighton University. Can I ask where is Creighton University? It's in Omaha. That's in Nebraska. Right, yeah. Is that two points, one per name? No, that's a that's a one-pointer. That's a one-pointer. Is it half per name? I'd maybe give half. Okay. I'd maybe give a half. And are we talking current loons as in those on the roster, even if they're out on loan? Or like they have to be currently at the club? Sure. It does, it's not going to matter either way. <laughs> okay. What's with all the questions? Come on. <laughs> Sam's the one asking the questions here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's valuable half points up for grabs, right? All right. That we- might be all James gets is this one half point. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Anyone need more time? No. It's not going to help. <laughs> okay. All right. Jeremy or Justin, who wants to go first? I'll let Justin go first. Just to see how wrong I really am. For our answers? Yeah. Are we doing the answers right now? Okay. Yeah. What are you? I answers? said I said Ethan Finlay and Brett Coleman. That is correct. Snap. Jeremy, did you get it? I had Finlay and I just guessed Will Trap. Okay. So Jeremy, I will give you the half point. James, what do you got? I actually had Brett Coleman and Tyler Miller. <laughs> okay. Well, you get a half point as well. So Maybe that was a good clarification to see if half points would be awarded. So Justin taking an early lead 
So here is the second question I have, and that is maybe James will struggle with this one, but who wore the number nine during Minnesota United's inaugural MLS season? Jeremy, why don't you go first? Who was it? I guessed Ibsen. Justin, what do you got? I said no one. <laughs> James, what do you got? I had Darwin Quintero. James, he wasn't even on the team yet. No, it was Abu. It was Abu Dalati. Oh, Abu Dalati. Oh, man. Sorry, Abu. Sorry, sorry buddy. Was you just he heard always that Wasn't he like 20-something when, when he... Uh, when, when Angelo joined the team, he switched to 99. That's what, that's what it was. Okay. All right. What number did Darwin Quintero wear? 25. Oh, okay. I thought Something it was like going to be way lower. Yeah. Okay. So this, this one might be a little bit harder. Question number three. Who was the only team in 2019 to defeat Minnesota United at home during the MLS regular season? All right, James, who do you got? Was it the Seattle Sounders? Maybe. Justin, who do you got? I said Sporting Kansas City. Maybe. Jeremy, who do you got? I guess Houston. It was Philadelphia Union. We lost 2-3 on June 2nd, 2019. LA Galaxy would have also defeated us at home during the playoffs, and then both Hertha Berlin and Aston Villa defeated us in friendlies. If you would have asked me about the whole season, I would have said LA Galaxy for sure. Uh, that was in my head. I was like, I know we lost to them because we hosted a playoff game and right. lost it after Allianz was a fortress. Jeremy, I am disappointed. I thought you'd be kicking our butts by now, but it makes me happy. I feel like we're a little bit more competitive. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely are. Yeah, I, I don't know. My my Loon's history isn't so great. I can talk about you're this. Not a, you're not a historian. But uh, <laughs> historically, I didn't start writing about the team until 2020, though, to be fair. So... Good, good. I think we're all in the same good. boat, and I feel a little bit more comfortable with this. <laughs> My questions uh, might uh, just be hard. This is our podcast you know, so has I, more legitimacy now. Our podcast <laughs> has more legitimacy now. <laughs> so so I, I've been hosting trivia now for over a year, and going into it, it was really, it was really difficult to kind of gauge like how people would respond to the questions. And this is an entirely new category for me. So, you know, I'm I'm just putting down stuff that I remember. But just because I remembered it doesn't mean that everyone else does. So how about this one? So question number four, which player has made the most appearances for Minnesota United in the MLS era? All right. I think I know who it is. And I think it's Michael Boxall. All right. James, what do you think? I had uh, I knew it was someone like that, but I had Brett Coleman because I just could not remember. And Jeremy, who do you have? Who else? Michael Boxall. It is Michael Boxall. So Justin and Jeremy each get a point for that one. I have one final question for this cursed round. <laughs> and that question is, after 19 appearances, and this is all competitions I'm talking about, 19 appearances, all competitions, where does Emmanuel Reynoso currently rank on Minnesota United's leaderboard for most assists in the MLS era? I'm going to say he's number one. Number one. Okay. I said number two. <laughs> well, great, because I said he was number three. <laughs> Perfect. One of us has to be right. <laughs> so I'm actually, 
right? Because the MLS it can be really weird with stats because they count regular season different than postseason. They counted the MLS's back different, which Emmanuel Reynoso wasn't wasn't around for that anyway. But I almost kind of want to go back and check. But I have them as as fourth. Mm-hmm. I have them as fourth with if, with fifteen assists. But now I kind of want to make sure that those playoff assists are counted in there. Who's who's who's, who's, who's top? top yeah. Who's, yeah. who's the other three? I had both Reynoso and Miguel Ibarra with 15, Molino with 19, Gregus with 20, and Quintero with 22. Okay. Quintero makes sense. I didn't know Gregus had that, that many. Yeah, me Okay, either. good for him. Did, I rag on him a lot, so <laughs> good didn't, for him. Didn't you see him come off the bench for like three minutes today in the Euros? That's plenty of time to make assists, right? all the great high fives. He's a great high five guy at the end. That's about all he did. <laughs> Well, you also got to keep in mind, he he probably gets the assist for any of those free kicks that lead to a goal. There you go. Mm-hmm. Which in 2019, I believe there are quite a few of those. So, all right. That round is over. I am going to double check that all of those assists that Reynoso had during the playoff run last year, I'm going to make sure that those are all counted in with those 15. And we might we might need to go back. And I think I think they are because like, there's no way he got 15 in like half a regular season, right? Maybe? He was getting like four a game. <laughs> but I think those were in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that round a little bit harder than I had planned on. Currently, Justin is in the lead with two points. Jeremy with 1.5. James with 0.5. But I think that this is going to be a James round. So uh, no round, num- round number two, I'm calling this halftime. Because during halftime at Allianz Field, you hear the classic banger, Mr. Brightside by the Killers. So we're now going to find out if any of you have been faking it during those sing-alongs. Now, you don't have to actually sing, but I'm going to put each of you on the spot. I give you a line from the song, and you have to finish the line. Now, since I'm putting you on the spot, correct answers are worth two points. I have this order randomized, okay? This order is randomized. I use the random generator. So line number one goes to Justin. The lyric is, and I just can't look. It's killing me and taking control. What are the next six words, Justin? Jealousy, turning, oh man, something into the sea. Can we buzz in? You can't, you can't buzz in, James. James, <laughs> yours is coming. Jealousy <laughs> turning into the sea, choking on our. I, I mean, okay, right? Just you're eventually you're going to start giving away, like Jeremy and James. You're going to start giving keep it away. No, keep, keep going, Justin. Yeah. Keep going. You got so, ju- so Justin, uh, <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't get the Jealousy. point. The lyric you're looking for is jealousy turning saints into the Oh, soul. I said, I, I thought it was snakes. That's in my head, it's snakes. Space. But I was like, it can't be snakes. Yep. <laughs> I thought it was turning it into dreams. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, James, r- the random generator has you going second. So here is the next line. Swimming through sick lullabies. Give me the next four words, James. 
I would like to make a caveat here before I answer this and say Can that. Can I steal? Because this is the better line to be able to do the line. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend always gets supremely annoyed because I don't know the lyrics to songs, so I just sing whatever I want to. Uh, can I? Can you repeat what the the line was, please? So swimming through sick lullabies, turning dreams into lies. No, it's choking on your alibis. Oh, okay. All right, Jeremy. But it's just the price I pay. Destiny you, is you calling me. You screwed me, Sam. You screwed me. You <laughs> gave them way better, way better lines to go off of. You jerk. I- Hey, it was the random name generator that James gave us in the last episode, okay? Jeremy, but it's just the price I pay. Destiny is calling me. Nine words. Open up my eagle eyes, because I'm Mr. Brightside. Okay, I think you got it right, but what was that fourth <laughs> word you said? Evil. Eager. I would have got eager, Sam. <laughs> this is rigged. This was a stolen. This was a stolen round. <laughs> there needs to be a recount. How many? How many of those lines came in the playoffs? <laughs> All right. Well, just make sure whoever you're standing next to the next time you're at Allianz Field during halftime, make sure that they know what they're doing. Let's go okay? pull up the lyrics on my phone and just show it. Show it to them. <laughs> Well, they so, go, I learned something new today. Apparently, they sing Mr. Brightside at halftime. James, the reason I figured you'd get it, and not to be stereotypical, but I have never heard Mr. Brightside more than when I was in England. I know that the Killers are an American band, but you guys just took it and ran with it. And you and you remember what age I was when I left England, right, Sam? Right, but I just, England, Australia, <laughs> they're pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it was my brother's ringtone for a long time. Yeah, I, so I think it's on me. I think it was every English person's ringtone for a long time. Because it, right, like that song came out when I was like early in high school, and I think it hasn't left the British charts yet. Right, there's some insane trivia question about how long Mr. Brightside has stayed on the British top whatever charts. I don't know. Look it up. Round number three. Guys, this one's called Loon Geography. So I have five questions all related to countries around the world. And each country I ask a question about is associated with a current loon. So this can be the country they have spent most of their life in, or it can be the country that they hold FIFA eligibility in. Each country is only used once. You can write your answers down on a piece of paper uh, before we announce them together. And correct answers are worth one point. So think about the countries associated with loons and use those as a word bank. All right. I see some yep. angry faces at me. Mine's not a look of anger. It's a look of serious concern for my score. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This country houses the office of their head of government within the beehive. <laughs> Here. Wait, this is what wait, 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 hold on. I got, I got a quick question about this. Um, because we can only use these countries once, are you going to ask all five questions just in that's, case that's the country we're thinking of yes. comes back Let, around? Let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. So question one was this country hosts the office of their head of government within the beehive. Number two, 
Following a 1973 coup, this country was ruled under a military dictatorship until 1985. Today, the country is highly regarded in terms of its freedoms and quality of life. Question number three. This small country holds the seat of the Court of Justice of the European Union. Small country, big player. Question four. This country is considered a biodiversity hotspot with over 90% of its wildlife found nowhere else on Earth. CC, nice answers. CC's coming in to, to that's tell not us CC. CC's in bed. Oh, that, that's that, Jeremy's. That's one of Jeremy's kids. kids. That's, that's mine. That's Gabby. <laughs> Gabby and, coming in strong. And question five. This country of approximately 5.5 million people leads the world in car production per capita, having produced roughly one car for every five people in 2019. Just trying to think back all the flags. The flags are like a word bank, okay? Can you give me number two again? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go over all of them again. So one was, this country houses the office of their head of government within the beehive. Number two, following a 1973 coup, this country was ruled under a military dictatorship until 1985. Today, the country is highly regarded in terms of its freedoms and quality of life. Number three, this small country holds the seat of the Court of Justice of the European Union. Number four, this country is considered a biodiversity hotspot with over 90% of its wildlife found nowhere else on Earth. And number five, this country of approximately 5.5 million people leads the world in car production per capita, having produced roughly one car for every five people in 2019. I'm ready. I'm ready. I think. All right. And what, what I'll do, what I'll do is if, if any of these get, get you just completely skunked, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the continent for a half point, but that has to go quick. Why don't you just tell us the answers and then we'll tell you whether we got them right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. No, number one, which country has the beehive? Is it Canada? Dude, not Canada. <laughs> Jeremy, do you got it? I put New Zealand. I have no idea. Justin, do you got it? I put Slovakia. I don't know. It is New Zealand. Let's go. <laughs> there you go, Jim. Put him on the board. Yes. Yes. It is New huh. Zealand. James, like, come on. Yeah, mate. Like, that's the other side. That's like over the ditch. We don't We don't talk about what happens over the Tasman. All right. All right. Whatever. Well, well you, I guess one of my other about, answers is wrong then. I was like, where is the I hear Beehive and I think Beyonce and I'm like, she's from here. So I don't know. I was like, what? who calls <laughs> their government the Beehive? Because it, it looks, it's like a funky looking building. All right. I don't know where Canada holds its seat of government, but apparently it's not in a Beehive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 1973 coup, country under military dictatorship until 1985. Today, the country highly regarded in terms of freedom and quality of life. What do we got, Justin. Don't cry for me, Argentina. James, you got it? Uh, I had Slovakia because it's part of like that Eastern European. It, it might be Slovakia. Jeremy, do you got it? I, I put Madagascar. I have no idea. It is Argentina. 
Thank you. Thank you, Avita. Is that, or no, was that, is that what it was with Madonna, the musical? Late so, night, anybody else? I, I, don't, I don't know that one. Let's talk about the fact that we have what now three players from Argentina, and Argentina did not once cross into my brain. Yep. Yeah, you knew they that where players would be from. Small country that holds the seat of the Court of Justice for the European European Union. What is it? No, Gabby, that's not it. <laughs> uh, Luxembourg. Okay. That's what I said. I don't. Do, do we have some from Luxembourg? Fred. It's Big Fred. Oh, you're right. If it's Luxembourg, I, obviously. I, I did not put Luxembourg. I put Denmark. I have no idea. It is Luxembourg. Now he, Big Fred Emmings. He's from St. Paul, though. Come on. Yeah, that but man is, FIFA, that man FIFA, like if you, if you look okay, him yeah. up, you're right. if you look him up, the flag next to his name is Luxembourg because he is a Luxembourger international. Kind of like yeah. our boy Ramon Metnair, who definitely is from France, but plays for Madagascar. Just like that. Yep. <laughs> Plus, I mean, I did give you the hint. The small country, big player. Like, I thought, uh, to be honest, when you said that, I thought big celery. And then I was like, no, I think big celery is yeah, from I, I the thought, US, right? I, I would do too, James. <laughs> <laughs> This country is considered a biodiversity hotspot with over 90% of its wildlife found nowhere else on Earth. That's got to be Madagascar, right? That's Yeah, I, I wrote New Zealand. Jeremy, what do you got? <laughs> I wrote Canada, <laughs> but I know it's not right. <laughs> so the, no, we got, the, we got, we got moose. Uh, we got like somebody <laughs> or something. <laughs> that made any sort of sense. So I just wrote that down. The answer I have is Madagascar, but you know we can we can check to make sure the answer is not New Zealand. Yeah, to uh, be honest, I didn't even know uh, he was from Madagascar until it came up. That's that's where his FIFA eligibility is. Then the final question: This country of approximately five point five million people leads the world in car production per capita, having roughly one car for every five people in two thousand nineteen. I said Cuba. I said Finland, because at least Finland produces, like, the Skoda, I think. Jeremy, you got anything? I put Slovakia, just because I couldn't think of anything else. It is Slovakia. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> what, what cars does Slovakia make? They maybe aren't Slovakian brands, but, like, we have, for example, we have Toyota plants in the United States. So they would just have to have plants for other, for other manufacturers. I'm sorry, Robin, that uh, he didn't, and, and Yuka, that he didn't put Finland in this quiz. Yeah, I, I mean, I think if I would have kept going, Finland definitely would have been on there. But so then, and, I, I think I was looking for a really good Finland fact, and then I got distracted by Fred Emmings in Luxembourg. But so hey, guys, a, can I tell you the can I tell you the plant, Sam? Yeah, or no? Go okay, they have a Volkswagen plant. They have a. Uh, Piaget, whatever that one is. Peugeot. Whatever. They have a Kia plant and they have a Jaguar Land Rover plant. Mm. It's a lot of plants. I'm trying to work out how much population Finland has because clearly it's more than 5 million. It's not even. It's 5.5 million is the population of Finland. The most, that's what the most. <laughs> that's what Slovakia is. 5.5 million. Yeah, they're okay. literally exactly the same population. <laughs> The most popular car in Slovakia is the Skoda Fabia, whatever that is. 
James, could you imagine if you knew the population that was was 5.5 million? And so you're like 100% sure you had it right. It turns out Slovakia has the exact same amount of people. I was like, Finland's got to have around that much because there's not many people in like a big country. And nope. also apparently Skoda is from the Czech Republic. So there we go. So after three rounds, Justin is in the lead with yeah. five points. Jeremy in second place with 3.5 points and James at the end with 1.5. But thanks, Fred. Again, this could be a James round. We'll we'll see. Stop the count. Stop the <laughs> count. Well, so far, he said this could be a James round. And I got zero out of two. So I'm not uh, <laughs> not overly excited about that. So th- this round's a little bit of a hybrid for you. So we have some short answer questions and you get to write those down on a piece of paper. Those are one point a piece, but there are also some finish the lyric questions as well. Each of you get at least one finish the lyric question. This round, round number four, we're calling it Wonderwall. Now the short answer questions, those are one point a piece. When I put you on the spot to finish the lyric, that is worth two points a piece because I'm putting you on the spot. But the first all right, question. All right, Justin, after the words, <laughs> after all, you're my, what's the word? No, that's that's Jeremy's question. Way to give it away. And then I'll somehow still get it wrong. <laughs> so question number one, this is for all of you. The tradition of singing Wonderwall after wins originated after the Minnesota Stars were filmed singing the song in the locker room following an away win at Carolina Railhawks to clinch a playoff game. Which year was this? So in which year did we see on YouTube for the first time the Minnesota players singing, screaming along to Wonderwall and a tradition was born? Justin, what do you got? I have a 2012 question mark. Jeremy? I also put 2012. James? 2015? It is 2011. Very close. Oh, I was going to say Jeremy, we're close. Literally 2011 was the first one that popped in my head. But I was like, that's not, that's too far. That's too long. That's uh, been too long. But it's been too long. All right. Now, the First, that, yeah, that, that's not the right lyrics. Either. <laughs> <laughs> it's going well. <laughs> well, let's hope James's lyric form improves because he is the first one up for just me putting him on the spot. Doubtful. The line is backbeat. The word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out. I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you've never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. James, what are the next 10 words? Jesus. <laughs> um, can you go through the lyrics again? So it, it's just that first verse, the backbeat, the word is on the street, that the fire in your heart is out. I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Okay, next 10 words. About you now. Steel. <laughs> so? Oh, man. <laughs> when it's on, you can sing it. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you 10 seconds. So now they're going to throw it back to you? <laughs> that is incorrect. No. Now, Justin, this isn't worth any points, but do you have it? Can you repeat the question? 
I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. I don't know. And all the lyric the is have to walk or winding. There you yeah, go. I have a lot now, to lead the way. Jeremy, blind. Jeremy, Jeremy, just stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> just stop right there. Jeremy, I, <laughs> I think that was like about 10. I can't count. I mean, it was you did have the 10 and then you went another 10. So, all right. This one's for all of you. The first time we heard Wonderwall during the MLS era was on April 1st, 2017. What team did Minnesota United defeat at TCF Bank Stadium? All right, Jeremy, what do you got? I know the first win was against RSL. I don't know if it was home or away, so I just flipped the coin and, and hoped it was hoped it would happen also be home. So my guess is RSL. All right, James, what do you got? I had the San Jose and Justin. I'm going to go with the same answer I said before in one of these questions: Sporting Kansas City. <laughs> it is RSL, so Jeremy gets the point. Good job, Jeremy. And. Jeremy, I'm going to immediately throw it back to you because the lyric <laughs> is, and all the roads we have to walk are winding. What are the next 10 words? And all the lights that lead the way are blinding. Oh, you're so... There are many things. You're, you're so close. You're so close. But incorrect is it's, what I'm hearing. And all the lights that lead us there are blinding. Well, there's two different verses though and i think one of them does say all the lights that lead the way instead of all the lights that lead us there i think I'm not 100 sure we're gonna check pleading my case here we're gonna check i think there's some you know there's some play with those words if you were in a cover band jeremy i don't think anyone would care are exactly the same for the most part but there's Wait. like little subtle differences yeah, because what you did you say, correct. Jeremy? You are correct, Jeremy. Yeah. You are correct. The second verse has, and all the lights that light the way are blinding. So, Jeremy, you get two points for that correct answer. Excellent job. Thanks. The rest of you guys need to pick it up because Jeremy, I think, just took the lead. He now has two, three, four, five, six, six point five points, which means he is now in the lead ahead of Justin, who has five. Next question. The first time we heard Wonderwall at Allianz Field was on April 28th, 2019. What team did Minnesota United defeat at Allianz Field to trigger this playing of Wonderwall? All right, James, who do you got? <laughs> was it LAFC? Justin, who do you got? So I was at the game that it happened, but I'm trying <laughs> to remember what freaking game it was because unlike Sam, I always see them win. Yep. I think it was I think it was LA Galaxy. I think it was Latan getting mad at the turf. And Jeremy, who do you think it is? I was there. It was DC United because I remember I was so excited to watch Ray- Wayne Rooney. That's mm. it was DC United. You're right, Jeremy. I was at, I was there too because I wanted to see Latan and I want to see Wayne Rooney. I saw the I went I picked those games on purpose. Funny, so, uh, Rooney took a corner kick like right in front of. I wasn't right in front of the supporter section, but I think it was on the opposite side. But he like completely biffed it and kicked it out over the end line, and the crowd just like dug into him. It was hilarious. So Justin was there, and I was so jealous that Justin was there. I was watching it in my my now daughter's room. My daughter wasn't born yet. I was putting together a diaper changing table, which just a word. Word of advice to any prospective parents out there, 
you don't actually use a changing table. You buy them, you build them, they're there, but you don't ever actually change a diaper on a changing table. You change them on the floor. I don't know. It was a waste of money. I could have been at the game with Justin, but I was doing that instead. Also, you can find already assembled ones all over Facebook Marketplace. That is probably true, too. Let's just say they'll say gently used, but what they mean when they say gently used is not used at all because no one uses those tables. (laughs) I'll store that away in my future notes. It's like another storage shelf, basically, is what it's used for. Oh, yeah, we use it as we use it as that, right? Like there's a lamp sitting on top of it, but. (laughs) Well, you have round two. You could you maybe might use it this time. Doubtful. Doubtful. All right. The final one, Justin, this one is yours. It's the second verse. Today was going to be the day. Eight words. What are they? You're muted, Justin. (laughs) Good, because I'm saying all the words wrong. Can you repeat the question? (laughs) (laughs) Today was going to be the day. Eight words. Today was going to be the day. And then they throw it back to you. Somehow you should have found, realized what you got to do. Something. The lyric, the lyric is, but they'll never throw it back to you. But, okay. By now you should have somehow realized what you're not yeah, to do. Oh, man. But hey. We're it's, terrible. It's okay. Well, we are. Jeremy, Jeremy comes onto our podcast and he beats us at our own game. It's okay. Just it's, ca- come I back mean, to, too. Don't call it a comeback. It, it's okay. <laughs> right now, I have Jeremy with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven point five points. Justin in second place with five. James, you got one point five, which is pretty good. <laughs> so, so this is what uh, this is what we were talking about pre-podcast. Justin was trying to confirm which Jeremy it was because we've had so many Jeremys. You know, we want to make sure we got the right one. Yeah, there's two. There's there's two yeah. Jeremys. So I was like, oh, it's Jeremy rushing. Does ten k pitches? Justin's like, gotcha. Yeah, it's going to kick our butts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. The prophecy. Jeremy, I figured that you were going to be like, well, uh, on the third game of the 2016 season, <laughs> no. this happened. Uh, no, I thought I you were going to give us I that kind of... <laughs> I, so I became a fan in 2018. I really followed them like super closely in 2019. Started writing in 2020. So like my concept, kind of like James, my concept of like early loons is not quite there. But the 2019-2020 season, I'm pretty pretty knowledgeable of those. I think, though, my win is counteracted by my complete b- embarrassment on the Mr. Brightside miss. So, <laughs> you guys didn't do that. I mean, in all fairness, like all three of you whiffed pretty hard on that one. So. <laughs> yeah, but I would. Well, my girlfriend out. will not be surprised. I went all out, Sam. And I yeah, missed it. That's true. That's true. You were belting it. I was so confident. I thought it was Eagle. Who knows? Who knew it was eager? But you thought it was eagle, but didn't you say evil? Eagle, like eagle eyes. Sure. Like eagle right. eye cherry, the band. Oh, that that's a banger. That's a good one. That's a good one, Jeremy. Thank you. That's a banger. We're going to, for copyright purposes, I'm not going to play it right now, but you guys know I want to. Just release this episode specifically on Spotify, and then you'll be able to, you'll be able to play all the music you want. Yeah. Maybe one day. One day. All right, guys, the trivia game is over. Minnesota United's next game, Saturday, June 19th, 730 at FC Dallas. And then our season is off. 
once again, we, we get, we're going to have more games than we know what to do with, because I think already there's like a Wednesday game coming up against Austin. We still got the Euros going. So we've had this just drought of soccer between this bye week connected to an international break. We've just had a drought of soccer. Now we're going to have more soccer than we know what to do with. I don't know. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we peace out? I'm just excited for coming home. Oh, yeah. Coming home. Coming home. That song is terrible, by the way, James. That is such like a, like, is that late 90s? Like, yeah, I think it's like oh mid nineties. So I think it's bad. mid nineties. It I mean, like, oh, what was England doing then? Justin, nothing. England? That's why that song is awesome. Okay, dude, go watch Love Actually. That's that. that all Do that you have a problem you... with Love Actually? That's a What's great film. It just makes me think of that about that that era of like England in in pop this, culture. This isn't even my podcast, and I'm not going to stand for the Love Actually slander. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watch that every Christmas. That's yeah. like my Christmas movie go to. We we watch it every Christmas too. Like sometimes twice. Like Justin, get out of here. Yeah. Kira Knightley was like 17 years old and she was playing like an adult. It was I just I can't get past that. So, that, that was- so Jeremy, uh fifth podcast or like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It was uh, it was 1996, by the way. I was right. Because it was Euros. Jay, or, or sorry, Sam, what, like, let's just move on from talking. We're not going to talk about the fact that Christian Eriksen almost died on live television. We're just going to see that. His he heart actually stopped. Did, he, yeah, he did actually die, which was horrific. Thankfully, they did one hit with the defib and they brought him back. But yeah, that was messed up, man. That was I was watching that and I was like messaging you guys like, yeah, Pfft. yeah, that was uh, truly insane to watch. And yeah, he's okay. Uh, last reports, like he's in hospital. He wants to know like why it happened to him. Yeah. You know, why you had a cardiac right. arrest exactly in the middle of the Euros. And the coach said uh, Christian being Christian was more worried about his teammates uh, than himself. When uh, when he regained consciousness, so yeah, thoughts, prayers, like well wishes, strength to uh, his family and friends and himself, and yeah, it was uh, it was not fun to watch live. The it's funny, like it really for me just seeing the difference, like the the cultural aspect of it. Like here in America, that was like third or fourth story on Sports Center, right? But like that is the number one news story in general in like England and a lot of Europe is like this happening. It broke Twitter. Yeah, it did. Um, so like there were so many people tweeting about it that you like Twitter just broke. Like you went to the hashtag and nothing came up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was full on. Our boy Robin Lodd was like the first one. Yeah, he was there right there to call for assistance. And then Danish captain, I do not remember his name, but. Uh, I don't, also don't know how to pronounce that name, but he uh, say also helped save his life by like pulling his tongue out so he didn't choke yeah, on it when he went he up. He like administered like, CPR before the medics could get there too. Yeah, and then he helped console uh, Erickson's wife while they were. So did Kasper Schmeichel, who Kasper Schmeichel's had a rough few years, man, because he was also there at the uh, Leicester City chairman when uh, he died in a helicopter crash he was first on the scene and he rushed in actually and they had to hold him back because the uh, helicopter was so on fire that uh, yeah 
Yeah, that was uh, that was a rough Saturday evening or Saturday afternoon, even. And that um, that was the first game that they had fans in that country, right? Like that was their first. Yeah, it was in Denmark too. In Denmark, first game they had with people in the stands since the pandemic started. Everyone's excited. Just, cr- I mean, like obviously, like you don't wish, you know, negative results on anybody, right? Like, so thankful that the that that people were there, right? That you know, like if he was out on a run, who knows? You know, like if he was just doing something else. What what would have happened? Yep. Just very like crazy way to start the tournament, but very thankful that that all is well. That you know, the people that were there were there to to help bring him back. Just a rough beginning to which what has been a, a pretty fun tournament so far. I can't imagine what it would have been like if if it would have been a different result. Yeah, yeah I don't, we don't even need to spend any time talking about that. But yeah, and I mean, you know, they asked the players. Players said they wanted to continue playing, so they played the rest of the match. And then Belgium, Russia played afterwards at normal time. So, but the rest of the Euros <laughs> has actually been quite good. It's yeah, been I mean, a blast. The- if anyone's, if anyone out there isn't watching it, like I, I had some coworkers telling me about how they couldn't wait until the World Cup, and I, I was like, watch the Euros now. Like, yeah, it's this is World just Cup as exciting and crazy as the World Cup, which is basically yeah. the yeah. World Cup. Like, let's get real. Outside of Argentina, like yeah. Argentina and Brazil are like the only other teams that actually would have a chance. So. Yeah, I mean, top four, last World Cup, were all Europeans. Yeah. So what did we say? Like 10 out of the round of 16 at the World Cup were, were European teams. So well, think majority about of round of 16. Who are the non-European teams who actually like have a legitimate chance? It's like Argentina, Brazil. So like Ur- Uruguay, I think, is the only Uruguay, one you could yeah. add that has won it before. And even that was a really long time ago. Because not that many uh, teams have actually won a World Cup. Yeah. There was Mexico was there, Japan, and Colombia. And that was it in the round of 16. Yeah. So it's basically, if you take out South America, it's just Europe and then Japan. Yeah. Hey, Mex- Mexico's North America. We we have Mexico. Is it? Yeah. It's central? Or is it North? It's oh, there fine. you go. Okay, well. we, we got Mexico. Wow. Yeah, because you guys aren't there, right? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that was rough. I'm sorry. A- anything else? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, both our boys won, or all of our boys won. Finland had a win uh, at the end of that game, and uh, Slovakia beat Poland 2-1 because Poland once again turned up to a major tournament and are rubbish. So, Which doesn't bode well for Minnesota United getting back to uh, full strength, you know, in due time. No, it doesn't. Because they, they were actually two of like the longest odds to make it past the group stage. And then you win your first match. It's like, oh man, we'll see. Yep. Uh, those guys, North Macedonia and uh, Hungary, because Hungary's just in the group of absolute death, mm-hmm. which starts which starts tomorrow. Can't wait for that one. Well, today for me, but tomorrow for you guys. So Jeremy, you want to remind everyone one more time where to find you? Yes, you can follow uh, follow me on Twitter at Jeremy G Rushing. Usually tweet out everything I'm doing there. Ten thousand pitches. The podcast drops every Friday. Talks about mainly like lower league college, basically every other soccer that exists in the Twin Cities or in the Minnesota and Wisconsin area, aside from Minnesota United. We cover that on ten thousand pitches. So that drops every Friday. You can find that Apple Podcast, Spotify, whatever. Um, it's at ten k pitches on Twitter and Instagram too. There. 
Uh, and then Talking Flock, our Forward Madison podcast, is just at Talking Flock on Twitter. And then just look up Talking Flock on your preferred podcast platform. That's where you can find it. And did you say the post loons yet? Post loons. Oh, man. I almost forgot about post loons. Yeah, we're back on Saturday. Post loons is back. Yeah, uh, post game live stream. So uh, it is an away match. So if you're watching from your basement, like I will be, uh, just head on to uh, Twitter or YouTube, 10,000 pitches. Just look us up and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be talking about the match uh, right afterwards for like an hour. It'll be fun. Yeah, that channel you have set up is pretty cool. All the graphics and things like that. Like, Thank you. I even I even saw Sam's face on there once. So yeah, yeah. I brought that was along, doing that. Uh, a couple weeks back. That was fun. We'll probably have him back uh, as well uh, again soon. That'll be that was awesome. Happy I can repay the favor here. Yeah. No, it, it's fun. It, it's fun. Well, I I want to do more loons trivia. I'll kind of reevaluate the questions I ask, but I want to do more <laughs> loons trivia. Who knows? Maybe we'll even bring some listeners on and do some more loons trivia. That's fun. If you like trivia. If you like trivia, check out the Pub Trivia Group. We're on all the same podcasting platforms that this show's on, Pub Trivia Group on social media, and we we do host live trivia as well. We have the podcast as well as the live trivia. Nate Nate even hops on and hosts sometimes too. Friend of the show, uh, the the Portland guy, the guy that likes to talk about the Portland Timbers and those god awful jerseys that he likes for some reason. He terrible. He and I will alternate who hosts the live trivia, but then I typically host the podcast on my own. So it's a good time. Well, I mean, we we face them twice in the next six weeks. So oh, geez, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk to Nate, get him on the show. Then we had talked to him about that earlier, so he knows that that invite's coming. Anyway, guys, it's been real. Jeremy, thank you again for being here. James and Justin, it's always good seeing you guys. Until next time, pot on you loons. <laughs> pot on you loons. That was so long to say it together. We're kind of waiting for a signal. Yeah. They're, like, they're like a synchronized thing. Like, like countdown, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Pot on you loons. Pot on you loons. Pot on you loons. Peace.